I panicked and thought there was no card in there. But like I've oh. told you before, you can't actually press record without the card. Ah, uh, yes. But I just, I panicked. It's okay. It's, it's fine. Right. We're it's recording. Fine. It's fine. I feel so energetic after my one Malteser. Yeah. These little, this little pack, they we're not sponsored by Maltesers. Oh, not at all. It's this little pack and it's literally got five Maltesers in yeah. it. And, and it was just, just enough. Just enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we're sponsored oh by... God. No, we're not. We're I have not. a story about tiny packets of chocolate. Okay. Can you believe? I can't believe I have a story. You always so have a story. I had this crazy uncle who has now died. Oh. He was a great uncle. So R. it was R. like, it's normal that he died. Okay. He was like a hundred years old and he wasn't, but you know. <laughs> anyway, um, he was completely batshit. He was mm-hmm. my Greek uncle mm-hmm. called Theopapu. <laughs> um, and he didn't really know how to like relate to us as like grandkids like you just had no idea how to like show affection at all and so we used to like me and my two cousins and my sister would be like playing in like the playroom in my old house Mm. and he would come over for family lunch or whatever and he'd come up the stairs (laughs) and just open the door and just throw whole packets (laughs) like four whole packets of those dairy milk two you know the the snack size ones they're like two dairy milks but there's like 20 in a packet so one whole packet of them each which is like 20 (laughs) tiny blocks of chocolate and then just leave (laughs) that was was his his way of relating to the kids saying kids i love you here is a shitload of chocolate now eat the entire packet in one go and then go piss your parents off, which is exactly what we did. I love that. Yeah. So I love I that so a, much. A deep affection for um, tiny packets of chocolate. Um, but yes, no, we're not sponsored by Maltesers. We literally just found them somewhere. I don't even know where we found them, but here we are. Um, I found them in my drawer. You put them there. Mm. I mean, the moral of this story is just send us chocolate all the time because we'll probably <laughs> eat it and then unintentionally advertise for you. Yeah. Um, it was delicious. I didn't have a crazy uncle that threw chocolate at me, but I had a great aunt that would always give me $5. She had no money. <laughs> oh, so that's really so nice. sweet. Yeah. That's nice. Um, yeah. My mom always reminds me of Auntie Gwen who used to always give me $5. And she's sweet like, she wouldn't, have, she wouldn't have even had the $5, you know, that yeah. she wouldn't have had it to spare. Yeah. But she gave it anyway. Oh, no, that's, a, that's a delightful heartwarming story. Yeah. I love a heartwarming story. Um, but we're not here to talk about our not, families. Well, we're not here to talk about heartwarming stories either. No. We're here to talk about oh, we're not, bad, we're, bad we forgot stories. What we were doing. Well, we've, we've just both been listening to podcasts. Yes. I've been copying you. Mm. Um, so I listened to The Dropout because you were listening to yes. The Dropout. Yes. Oh, my God. So much to discuss. I thought we could talk about it now. It's, I, I didn't know what to expect because I'd heard a lot about it being really good. But I didn't know what to expect in terms of like what it was going to be about because I didn't want to know because I saw like Theranos, like I yeah. saw that word thrown around online and stuff and Elizabeth Holmes, but I mm. didn't really yeah, know, I didn't know what the I didn't company know what she was did. and the company sounded scary and stuff. And so then I was like really not knowing what to expect and I was just blown away. I was constantly gasping. Yeah. I was yelling at it a lot. Yeah, same. And just like several things, like I, I'll – always remember that bit where the guy it's all starts to blow up because the guy's working on the same street mm-hmm. oh sorry we should probably give people we a bit should of a explain what it before is. i start yeah. just going on about random tiny bits in the story so basically uh elizabeth holmes is this like amazing young ingenue ingenue is that the word 
ingenue. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, sounds like the word that you would use to describe her. And she, at 19 years old, starts this company called Theranos, which is uh, like a blood testing company. So it's kind of like the whole premise was that they would only have to take a drop of your blood mm. from a pinprick in your finger and they could test for like 500 yes. different diseases. Yeah. And it was meant to be a breakthrough for like, you know, people that have diabetes and yeah. people that suffer from like well, people, pregnant people, anyone that has to take a lot of blood, blood tests. And people that and don't like it doing that. And, yeah. and it was going to be convenient because it was going to be popping up at Walgreens in yep. these wellness centres. So you just walk in, you get your finger pricked and then you leave. And people that are scared of needles and yeah. things like that. So it was like this breakthrough thing. Yeah. But then... And this is why I kept screaming at the podcast. Th- there was no science behind no, it at all. Not at all. And all these people just threw money at her. Yeah. With no, they barely even looked into whether that could work. It's like anyone could say that I'm going to build a time machine, Mel, and I'm going to go get some investors. Yes. <laughs> of course, you'd be like, well, yeah. Where's the science behind this time machine? No one like looked into it yeah exactly and like she didn't have a background no. like she, I think she'd done like two semesters of yeah. chemical engineering or something yeah. to, in that vein yeah no one at, high uh, up had Stanford like, yes yeah, yeah and then dropped out to do out. the dropout yeah to do this and had the backing of like one of her professors who yes. was like super keen on the idea mm-hmm. but also had a massive stake in the company so it was like yeah. the whole thing was really dodgy she from got the get-go. really big Backers, like big political figures, yeah. former like Secretary of State, those kind of people. Yeah. Um, but what I thought was really interesting and I liked that the journalists talked about this in the um, finale, I'm not spoiling anything, but it was just how it's that um, girl power gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And as a woman listening to it, I was like, um, I could see – and they kind of pointed this out. They're like, we wanted it to work because she was a young woman mm. that had done this and, you know, had this idea and was leading this company and she was really young and like a go-getter. And, and it was almost like, yeah, we'll throw our support behind her because she's a woman. It's like, yeah. almost like reverse sexism or positive sexism. Yeah. And then, but there was nothing behind it. So it just it's, it almost worked against women in a way like yeah yeah well because this is like it ties in so much with that which is something I've been thinking about heaps is that you know that Josie Smollett stuff um, yes the yeah, guy yeah. from Empire who yeah. um I think it's just now allegedly because I think he got cleared of the charges but it's all they a bit like weird the charges, yeah. yeah but he allegedly faked a um homophobic attack ho- uh racist attack racist attack um I in, thought it was homophobic. It might be homophobic. There was definitely race involved. Mm. He's, well, he is a gay black man. Yeah. So maybe it's both. So, um, and then like that, as if I was a person of colour, I would be, mm. I mean, as a, as a white person, I'm so frustrated for mm. the the cause of, you know, mm-hmm. anti-racism, anti-homophobia, yeah. let alone if I were actually a person that this affects yeah. every goddamn day, you know, that as soon as somebody does something like this, it just fuels the shit that all these assholes throw at you mm-hmm. constantly. And so we're like, he's taken it a step back. Yeah. And because Elizabeth Holmes, like same thing, mm-hmm. like, you know, when somebody, you know, does something so high profile, like build a fucking company, that's not actually kind of real. <laughs> and then they're a woman and they're young and then it fucks up. It's like, just gives adds fuel to yeah, this bullshit like, well, fire she's of just like a women can't do woman. And she yeah. puts on that fucking voice oh my God, and can't. dresses like oh Steve Jobs. See the voice I kind of understand in a way. It's weird. It's she fucking weird. Like, guys, she puts on a deep voice <laughs> allegedly <it>. because <laughs> she thinks it makes um 
people take her, her more seriously because yeah. she's not talking like me and Mel. Yeah. And so she, she's like, there's all these court recordings and they're asking her these questions and she's like, I don't know. I wasn't involved in that part. My staff know about that, <laughs> but I wasn't involved in the day to day. No, I don't know. <laughs> That's how she talks. <laughs> Such a good impression. Of who, what was that thing you sent me? It oh was, my God. Um, Tavi Gevinson doing, um, Elizabeth Holmes and Ivanka Trump. So good. Go and Google it. It's so funny. It's actually the funniest thing. It was worth a Google. Like, yeah. you know, when, you, when you're like, oh, I'll Google it maybe one day. It's like, no, actually, do it Google now. It. It's, it's so funny. good. Um, I'll put it in the group. But yes, and she wears literally like almost dropped out of Stanford to, as a point because so did Bill Gates and so did Steve Jobs, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. They both dropped out of college. So it was this whole thing of like she was almost planning this whole story the narrative yeah so that people would buy into it and they did there was so much me I remember when she was still the golden child just because I used to read Vanity Fair and they mm. cover that kind of stuff and you'd see I didn't really read it because I'm not really that interested in like tech startup and snore um <laughs> but um I didn't really read it but I knew who she was and, and it was this great story of yeah she's this young gung-ho person and now it's just like listening to it you're just like what like it's not like listening to dirty john yeah or hamish where that people being conned mm. and but there's an emotion there and you can kind of see how they were swindled yeah this i'm just like why would you as a company give 500 million dollars yeah or whatever it was just we haven't even and the science is there and like they would go in it's like so how many funny. times like these people are how many times do people go to their like research space yes. and be and they'd be like, you can't look at this, you yeah. can't, you can only be in this one like meter by meter like yeah. square, escorting them to the toilet, the Walgreens yes. guy. It's just like, would you not smell oh. a rat? Would you not just be like, maybe we should not invest with this company? It's so it's wild. Very, I mean, it was great marketing. They did a great job. Like mm. she did so many interviews mm-hmm. and things. Yeah. And yeah, so I think it was really just pushed by marketing. Mm. It really goes to show how much we just yeah. buy into shit. Yes, just by that image. Yeah, image when there's nothing under the surface yeah. at all there was nothing yeah but the voice thing is funny because it sounds absolutely ridiculous I heard someone <laughs> describe it or maybe it was in the podcast but it sounds she sounds like a frat boy yeah or like, a, like a surfer frat boy <laughs> yeah she does <laughs> but like I kind of understand because you know I feel like even in the even in our reviews of this podcast mm-hmm. how many people come for us over the way that we speak yep. as women and like you know, female. They sound like teenage girls mm-hmm. and they say like all the mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and they're giggling. And yeah. so she wanted to be taken seriously. Like you wouldn't come for a male podcast and be like, they sound like teenage boys. Although yeah. I think personally that um, oh, the last dollop? podcast oh, see, and the dollop, yeah. they both yeah. sound like, <laughs> yeah. I can't listen to the dollop. No. I actually like what they say, but they yeah. laugh at themselves. Yes, they do. So much. And I know that sounds really hypocritical because so do we, but it's this like, <laughs> like beavers and butthead. And I'm yeah. like, I can't get through it. But they don't, like, that's a, that's just but a thing that men don't really back. cock. So I kind of understand why she w- went, okay, I'm going to go from the get-go, just put on this deep voice yeah. to, like, make sure that no one thinks I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, listen to it. You should listen, definitely listen. It's really it's good. It's great. I loved I, it. It's, does, they do it really well. And I've heard amazing things. I think it's Bad Blood is the book. Yes. And I really want to read yeah, it now. I want to read Everyone that, that I've talked to about it who's read it has been like, 
now you should read the book because yeah. it's even better. So. Yeah, I want to read that. I want to read the book about Silk Road because mm. I listened to the case file on Silk Road. Mm. It's really like I think that's why I listened to The Dropout because I skipped Silk Road because I thought, oh, I only care about murders because mm. I'm a sicko. <laughs> and then it was so interesting. I actually really felt like I learned something yeah. culturally after that yeah. episode. And then you were talking about the dropout and I was like, yeah, I'll learn something here about something that happened that's not just like this person got murdered, which is still learning, yeah. but it's more of a like big social thing. Yeah. Um, and I want to read the Silk Road book. And I think I just like a good story. Like I think I yeah, like that an unfolding really well done. story. Yeah. Um, which also leads us to the other <laughs> podcast we've been listening to, which is... Um, which I copied from you. <laughs> Who the hell is Hamish? <laughs> well, to be fair, I copied it from some other person. Yeah, well, I mean, I wrote it. about it weeks ago. Mm. I just hadn't listened to it yet and I put it in the group and people were like, it's great. And I'm like, I haven't listened to it. I just wrote about it. Um, <laughs> You're like, don't, don't people are keep interested. asking me stuff because it'll come out that I haven't actually listened yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where yes. are you up to? You're, I think you're ahead of me. Yeah, I'm up to... I just finished the episode intern. seven. Yeah. Um, but it is so good. It's so good. I love it. But I'm just so, I think even just from the first episode, the first episode to me was like the strongest so far in the sense, and the intern is pretty strong as well, but in the sense of like, mm-hmm. I was shocked, like, and it was so insane. So the first episode, which I don't feel like is going to give much away to anybody, basically it's following this guy who is this master con artist in Australia and yep. he's conned like Lisa Ho, who yeah, I don't know if you, how old you guys are, but <laughs> I used to love Lisa Ho, yeah. so I wanted one for my formal. Yes, it was like peak formal goals. Yeah, it was like the Shona Joy of yes, the ni- late of, 90s. Yeah. yeah, she was definitely that. That's a good comparison. Um, And she just got like swindled of all this money and like so did all these other sad Poor people, not sad people, but it's sad <laughs> that so many people yes. got swindled. Like little cute oh, old couples that had just retired. And, yeah. He just was diabolical. Yeah. He could just and would just swindle anyone. He had mm-hmm. no empathy and he was just like, oh, yeah. Like, and he just couldn't stop. It was like an addiction. Yeah. A game. Like it's you don't like need $7 million. Dollars. No one needs $7 million. No. Oh, and it went from... It's gone over to Canada. That's what I'm listening to mm-hmm. at the moment. Him in Canada. Um, yeah, like spans the world. And then there's like funny characters like his ex-wife is so oh funny. Oh, my God. Amazing. Beck Rosen. Amazing. And then there's this guy. He's an actor now. I think his name's Matt Nagel. Mm-hmm. Have you heard his episodes yet? No. Oh, my God. He's funny. He's like fucking this. <laughs> he sounds really vogue and I love him. He's like an ex-footy player turned personal trainer turned actor. Oh, my God. Amazing career trajectory I think he was training um, Hamish and that's how they met. Yeah. Um, And I don't think he got swindled. I think he's more um, there for just the kind of – because he knew him and hung out Mm. with him and, like, watched these things go down. It's just so fascinating, like, the way – and I'm not – I thought when I wrote about it, because I hadn't listened to it yet, I was like, well, how does someone like get that much money from someone like yeah. again? How not like not like Elizabeth Holmes because that is stupid. And I do victim blame these companies because like mm-hmm. why wouldn't you go and look at the lab and get some fucking proof, that is fucking ridiculous. Right? And I, yeah, I have no problem yelling. But at them. Hamish was so good at acting like he was really mm-hmm. successful, and he'd give them money like classic Ponzi scheme. Yeah, or where he'd take the money from someone like say he swindled me and Mel. Um, he'd give me some of the money Mel paid him. Mm. So I'm like, oh, look, I'm getting money back. Yeah. But then 
two weeks later, I'm like, oh, I want all my money now. I think I'm like done. He'd disappear. Yeah. So, yeah, he was really good at fooling people. Well, that's what I mean with the first episode because that was so far to me the most shocking because Mm. it's this woman. She seems normal. She talks about meeting this guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they go on. Like I think she says 10 dates before anything like eventuates to even like a kiss yes. or something. It's like yeah. very slow burn mm-hmm. relationship. It doesn't go like zero to 100 or anything. And then they're going on like vacations to Byron and mm. they're like, she's, she's talking about how much they love surfing together and they sit on the beach and get a beer and yeah. have fish and chips. And it's so idyllic it's nice. and so like easygoing and chill. Yeah. And then slowly, <laughs> I know. And then it's like slowly, like I think she, he tells her about some money thing that he's doing and she gives him like 300K or something oh, yeah, her super. to put into it because yeah. like obviously it's your fucking boyfriend. You've been yeah. together for like and eight months, nine his, months. And his job is like this invest, mm-hmm. investing and and um, she'd worked in hedge funds. Yes. So she had like a vague knowledge of it. Yeah. And also like I can't stress enough how like 10 dates is a long time to even get to like exactly, any yeah. kind of intimacy and then from there to – actually have a relationship yeah, for months that was more. Serious, yeah. Like it was he very puts, like he puts in the fucking he puts hours. in the work. Yeah. yeah. And then and then anyway, then she loses all her her money because basically they, they come he goes back away. From Byron. Yeah, they come back she comes back from Byron and he's coming back a day later and then he talks to her before he gets on the plane and then never answers her again yeah. ever. And then her she friend call, she is calls like, the brother. She calls the she she tracks down the brother's yeah. number through like LinkedIn or something yeah. weird. And then uh, he doesn't know anything about it or something. And then her friend is like, dude, I just saw something. Yeah. I'm not going to like it. And it's like him being arrested at the airport yeah. or something. And his name isn't. Well, the brother says, um, blah, 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 Hamish. And then it's the whole thing. And I said it out loud, mm. but I went, who the hell is Hamish? Yeah. Cause she goes, and then he goes, Hamish. And I go, Hamish, who that? But she says, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is Hamish? And I was like, oh my God. And it's, it's cool. so it's fucked great, because like. like it's so fucked because that I would have been her. Like I could not blame her in the slightest. No, that that's you'd the thing. So trusting, and it's not. I know I did go on a rant about Deborah Newell, but I think that's different because he wasn't like here. Give me like all this. He was like living in a house and had like arrest records in the house yeah. of like stalking women and stuff. Yeah, and like there were so many red flags that she chose to ignore because mm. she wanted him to be what she wanted. Yeah. And I think that's so – I think it's a different thing here because yeah. they weren't always romantic. Like that first person in the first episode mm. is a girlfriend, but there's friends and like people recommending yeah. – like there'd be people recommending him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this – I think it's Lisa well, I think Ho. Lisa Ho gets it. Yeah, The he energy healer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like a friend of a friend going, yeah, because he didn't swindle every single person evidently. Mm-hmm. So some people would be getting money back and going, oh, this Hamish guy's great. Like how – It was so clever. Ridiculously clever and also just psychopathic. So <laughs> insane. <laughs> it's fucked. It's anyway, really good. It's an amazing story. It's done really listen. well. You must good on the Australian because um, it's another good one from them. Yeah, really good. They're like, just killing it one, with podcasts Yeah, number moment. one in um, – Australia, and then I think Maddie, the mm. nine one, has gone number one in the UK. Oh my god! Which is really of course, exciting. yeah. See, I haven't started Maddie because yeah. I like to have, I like to have like a lot of episodes. Yeah. To, like, so when I started, I basically yeah. burned through the entire season. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and it'll last and me like a whole drive. Like, there's only like four Maddies. I think I'm up to date. Yeah. So when I last looked, there was, yeah, there was like three or something when I was yeah. last doing it. So I was like, mm, I need more, it's but very, I'm going to start it this weekend. It's very good. I like it. I started the doco on Netflix. I got bored. See, I haven't watched any no, of that. No, I got that. bored. And a lot okay. of people are saying similarly. I think it's quite a um, – it's just kind of, uh, I guess, in a way, something to do with the, the way the pace is not okay. – um, it's hard to stay focused, I found. I also found that, like, I was losing my way a bit mm-hmm. um, and getting a bit confused. But also it's it sort of has, like, this is what happened, these were the next steps, and then after that there's not a lot that you can really – go off you know right it also might be just that it's very interesting i like podcasts more than i like docos yeah, now that I may actually so just too. be it because to I be like fair to, i didn't make it very far i like to put them on and cook or mm. do the dishes and i'm just in there listening to podcasts i like i've never cooked so much in my life i usually hate cooking yeah but i'm like i'll cook because i've got like i've got you know episode three of maddie or the i'm like case files out mm. i'll cook i want to cook so you can listen to it <laughs> but um yeah, Maddie's good. I find it, it really, really in depth. If you know a lot about the case, you might be bored. But yeah. I don't. I didn't know. I knew the basics mm. of. There were some inconsistencies in Jerry and Kate's story, and the story of the people that worked at the resort. I knew a girl went missing. Mm. I knew a lot of people thought that had something to do with it. I'd read that amazing Twitter thread that goes. Yeah, that's wild. That is just so, so ridiculous deep. though, isn't it? It's but just that's so kind of extreme. all I knew. So it, I find that the podcast really interesting and well done. He's got a nice voice, although he says crash and oh, to yes, pass, which right. seems to be to annoying. is just not acceptable. Sorry. A lot of people. Crash is like actually the correct that's way. That's fine. I'll accept crash. But, but to, to pass, pass, I don't think is the right way. But if you're Spanish and it is. It could be. Feel free to call me out. <laughs> I didn't think it was to pass. Um, that theory, which I, I I think one of the theories, or even it could have been, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, it could have been one of the police sort of theories that they were like investigating mm. that because they were doctors that they had drugged the Sedated kids. them yeah. and accidentally and killed well, them. Because, like, look, like I'm saying, 100% we're not saying any anything either way. Mm. This is just like me discussing the theory yeah. as a concept. But that to me reminded me so much of that leading theory on John Benet Ramsey that yes. Burke accidentally, her brother accidentally killed her. Yeah. And then the parents covered it up. Yeah. In that way where it's like no one in this family is evil. No one was plotting anything. It's just yeah. like a, an, a tragic accident that yeah. then their initial reaction was shit, let's cover let's it up. Let's cover our asses badly. This is bad. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And like, I, that was wild to me as mm. a concept, but then I can also see that happening more than I can see that crazy Twitter thread happening. Do you know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Just because, um, I think, I just don't think, like, I think going like this, like exceptionally planned evil yeah. thing that the parents are head of is just really almost unrealistic. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's not unrealistic. Maybe there's all this shit going on in the world that I don't yeah. know about. And I don't know a lot about those sorts of horrific pedophile ring sort of things. But mm. like I, when I heard that Burke theory about John Bonet Ramsey, yes, yeah. I was like, yes, I totally see how this could happen because like I used to play with my sister, like we used to play like yeah. the roughest fucking games. Yeah. And I sent Kate to hospital many times when we were kids because we just would do dumb shit. Like we'd be jumping on the bed and then she like 
fell off. Like I pushed her off or whatever, yeah. like, cause I was mad at her about something and she hit her head on the <laughs> oh corner. Christ. But you know, like just yeah. things that like, you're just lucky that yes, it should nothing hit more it serious happened. Or, yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. And then obviously in the sense of Maddie, if that is actually what happened, if, mm. if say the parents had hypothetically, you know, sedated their kids mm. and something went wrong they'd be in deep shit. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it was an accident. Mm. Anyway, it's just fascinating to me. Yeah. It's a fascinating case. It's a fascinating case. And I think that so much of the fascination is in that it's just such a normal family mm. doing a normal thing, going on holidays. Mm. Even the fact, I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, I can't believe they left them in the room. But like when I then saw how close the restaurant mm. was and how they had set up, like people were going to check. People were going to check. And then... I know it may be controversial, but I did not judge them on that. Yeah. I was like, I kind of understand. Yeah, there's how a lot of people that are quick to parent shame mm. them, um, and I don't think that's that weird. I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm not I a parent. I think there's probably people leaving their kids every day, and they don't get abducted or go missing, yeah. so we just don't hear about it. Yeah. Um, but because they, she did go missing, mm. then the the spotlight is on them for leaving her in the first place. I mean, I guess they were very young. Yeah, they were. But at the same time, like, yeah, it wasn't like they went all the way to the other side of the yeah. resort for dinner and mm. then just left them there for like six hours. It was yeah, yeah. interesting to know that because I think originally I thought that they had literally done that. They yeah. fucked off. But then they hours. also told the police in the podcast, they talk about it, where they're like, oh, it's just like being out in the back garden. Mm. And it's not that close. And you no. can't actually, you couldn't see the apartment from where they were sitting. Yeah. And also it was weird that one of the doors opened onto the main yeah. street, which is like, mm. like if it opened up only into the resort, yeah. that's probably, I would be even more understanding. Yeah. But with a door that opens onto the yeah. main street, yeah, it's weird. Anyway. But yes, anyway, it's all just sort of hypotheticals that's just me saving my ass there but yeah. also <laughs> we're not in any way saying that jerry and kate mccann had anything to do with the disappearance of madeline there you go <laughs> there you go but yeah it's a weird case <laughs> it is and great podcast yeah so that's like three podcasts that we're yeah, listening I'm to not really moment. i'm reading some crime fiction but not any true crime i did read a, i read a pretty good crime fiction called wimmera oh i've got that remember yeah. i was like i'll read it too and then we can talk about it didn't read it um, I'm reading I like trash. It. I like trash. Yeah, crime fiction, Kindle Unlimited, like the free books. <laughs> Give me that free shit. Yeah, <laughs> um, Wimmera was good. It was an Aussie writer. I can't remember his name. I think it was a him. Could be a woman. Don't know. Well, it's one or the other, isn't it? It's one or the other. Do you want me to look up my Um, computer's right here? Yeah, sure. Let's give him or her the credit they deserve. But um, I really liked it. Uh, I wouldn't say it was like my favourite book that I've read in ages. It wasn't the most amazing book, but it was a pretty interesting story. And Mark Brandy. There you go. And it unravelled quite well. And I I don't know, I was quite hooked. Like I read it quite quickly. So I always think that's a good sign. Yeah, when you're kind of powering through it, Mm -hmm. but not in a where you want to get over and done with. You just want to know what happened. I just, yeah, and I was really yeah. into it. I got really into the world of it. And I think it also, and this is like some of the reviews of it have said this, that it was like a really good sort of uh, portrayal of small town life. And, you know, it's basically based on these two boys, their friends when they're young. Um, and some stuff happens. I'm not going to talk about what happens because mm-hmm. I want you to... Mm-hmm. I will it. read it. Julian gave it to me for my birthday and is annoyed that I keep reading Aww, shit. That's a good on present. Kindle. Yeah, yeah, he went and bought me a bunch of crime 
crimey books and I haven't read any of them. Sweet boyfriend. Um, But yeah, and then it then jumps to, you know, I think like 10 years later and they're like one of the boys is in his 20s and still living in the town, the small town, and he's kind of like not really doing much with his life and yeah, all this stuff goes on from there. But yeah, it's it's good. I liked it. Well... I just started another trash book. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you won't be reading it anytime soon. Um, the, if anyone has Kindle and Kindle Unlimited, it's um, the author's name's L.J. Ross. Mm-hmm. And a lot of books on Kindle, because Kindle Unlimited is that thing where you pay monthly and then you can get books for free. Yeah. But they're often like not very good books. Yeah. And I did read a few. My mum and I love crime fiction and like trashy, trashy, not trashy, but you know what I mean? Not like literature. And um, so I'd, I'd read some like questionable things that were fine and entertaining. And then I read this one, the first book in the series is called Holy Island. And it's based in this part of England where there's this, like it's all, the woman lives there, the writer. Mm. So it's all based on actual locations. And there's this like old kind of where like someone, a saint lived, you know, like someone that was, in servitude of God and became like it's like it's super old, mm. thousands of years old buildings and stuff. And there's this island that the tide comes over and you can't reach it by car. Oh my god! And the, I love you, that. You would, you would actually like it because it's about a cult that like exists on the island, and it's old timey, like old, like dark, like Wicker Man vibes, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. On this island, and it was actually such a well-written book. Mm. And I was like, "Mom, there's an actual good series on Kindle Unlimited." And <laughs> I've just, I've just kind of got back into. I think I'd read up to a point, and I think she's a really fast writer. This mm. woman, because suddenly there were two more. Oh my god! So I've just finished one, and I think I've read two in it like the space of ten days because they're, so they're pretty easy, to easy read. reading. Yeah, but it's good, and it's like the same detective all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, DCI Ryan, you know, he's a tortured detective. He's very handsome. And then he has an uglier sidekick, you know, the standard fare. Yeah. Um, but it's quite like, I like him because sometimes the tortured ones are a bit hard to relate to. Yeah. But I like him. Um, and it's great. I highly recommend. So if you have Kindle LJ Ross and they're called the DCI Ryan books. Okay. I'm going to read that. Holy Island. Yeah. Holy Island. Um, is the first one, one that I started that I think other people in the group might have read um and my friend emma who listens to the podcast hi, hi emma, emma. <laughs> <laughs> um, like radio host. she recommended to me and i was doing an audiobook of it when i was on the road and mm. i i guess because i started as an audiobook um i've never gone back to it because i only did audiobooks when i was doing my trip oh yeah i don't drive enough for yeah. them. but it's called um it's this series by tane of Tina or Tanner French. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the yeah, first yeah. one's called In the Woods yeah. and I'm so into I've it. I've read that. Okay, is it really good? Um, I mean, I've read a long time ago. Okay. My mum's read those books too. We've okay. basically read every <laughs> yeah. crime series. If there's a crime series, we've yeah. done it. Um, <laughs> yes, they are good. I yeah. quite like her. Okay, because I need to go back to it because Emma was just like raving about yeah. it. And I was sort of like, and she mentioned it to me a few times over like the last, say, six months. Yeah. Um, and then when I was thinking of books to read, like an audio book, I think mm. I'd asked her again and she was like, do this one. And I, I remember like I got about a quarter of the way in and it just started getting interesting. But it was hard. I found – I actually find fiction hard in audiobook form. I might be alone in that. But I really like 
um, non-fiction or memoir yeah. in audiobook because maybe it reminds me of podcasts but just long. Yes. Whereas well, Someone fiction, asked me, how did you find Say Sexy You Don't Get Murdered? And I said it was one of the um, one of our listeners mm. Instagrammed me because I grammed that I had the my favourite murder book. I said, oh, I think I'd rather listen to it. Mm. I, f- I found it weird to read them. them. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to listen to it. It's just going to be like a long podcast where it's just Georgia talking yeah. for a while and then ca- – because yeah. they go chapter by chapter. Uh, right, right. And it was only an excerpt and I'm not actually sure that it was in the right order. I feel like they might have just picked out good bits. Yeah. So I actually just put it down again. Um, I might attempt to read it when it comes out. But I might get the audio. I'm not really an audiobook gal. Neither. But it, it was really good traveling because. I've got some it, for sleepy time. So I've got yeah. Harry Potter, which is yeah. Stephen Fry. Yeah. But because um, I've read it 10 jillion times, it's just the voice to yes, help me sleep. Yes. It's not really about listening to mm. Harry Potter. So I don't really. And I listen to the Paul Holes one, but mm. it's not a book. It's just an audible series. Yeah. It's more like a it's, sort of. It's a podcast. podcast. Yeah. I. Um, Another one that I did that was a memoir. Oh, it wasn't really a memoir. It was more just nonfiction. was called The Trauma Cleaner. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of went into it thinking it was going to be one thing, which was cleaning up crime scenes. Yeah. Uh, which it isn't really. Like it's more... Because uh, she's transgender and it's about that. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. Like I don't want to give too much away, but basically I didn't really know anything about what was going to happen. Mm. Uh, but it is more of a story of her life I've forgotten her name completely I should probably find out but um it was more a story of her life uh but yeah uh it is about Sandra right so she is a transgender woman she uh was probably one of the first women transgender women in Australia to go through actual um oh the gender reassignment, gender reassignment surgery uh it's an amazing story like her life is insane like it goes straight from her childhood Mm, through yeah um and she herself like it's it's based off interviews with her like someone else writes the book Mm -hmm. but her life like her just her way of speaking and her way of describing her life is fascinating as well like she is just an amazing human being like you just want to like get into her brain and but it does also take you through some of her like jobs and it's more about like hoarding and, and people with yes, yeah. um, severe I nearly, mental I nearly physical got disabilities. the um, audio book the other yeah. day because I thought it was going to be, oh, yeah, crime scenes like that Amy Adams. Yes, Amy Adams? like that movie, yes. Yeah, but it wasn't and I was like, I don't want to read this. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, it actually sounds really good and I should listen and to it. the stuff like the cleaning stuff is still fascinating because yeah. it's, it's almost sometimes it's really, really sad. It's just these like – people that just can't function in yes, life and they're yeah. just like for whatever reason whether it's mental health whether mm. it's physical related like physical issues mm. and she's such a lovely human being like she goes in with such empathy she mm. doesn't judge people that just the way that she interacts with them and and how she sort of because a lot of people when they hoard they they don't want to get rid of things obviously that's why they're hoarding mm. it's not like they're just like collect things and they don't give a shit when someone comes in to try and yes, take it all away. Yeah, they've it's got like, connections to yeah. everything. Even the if way that is she, a pile of newspapers, mm-hmm. they want that for whatever reason. Exactly. And so the way she sort of like reasons with them is beautiful mm. and but still fascinating as well because you're also just like going into inverted commas mm. someone's like mass of things that they've accumulated. Mm. So that in and of itself is fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, great book, can recommend and is good as an audiobook. And yeah. I think you would actually like yeah, it as an audiobook. I, I should listen to it. Yeah. Maybe next instead of a podcast maybe when I finish Hamish yeah 
I feel like you'll message me all the time. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, my God, I'm up to this bit. Oh, my God, this thing happened. Yeah, yeah I've seen it a lot and I have been interested in it. Um, we've been talking for oh a my long God. time. I know. And that was like so many book – like yes. you guys have so many podcast and book recommendations now. Yeah. I never want to hear you ask me never for one for a again. week. <laughs> for an entire week. <laughs> um, um, see ya. See ya. See ya.